Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. At the Home Depot, we improve things. This holiday season, we've improved Black Friday. Instead of one day of crazy, we've lowered prices now and they'll stay low all season. From decorations to dishwashers, wreaths to ratchet sets. So sleep in. You're not going to miss Black Friday. Not one little bit. Black Friday improved. The best prices of the year already here at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details. Here's the scenario. Your insurance company is denying your long-term disability claim despite the fact that you've paid premiums for years and your own doctor insists that you're not well enough to work. If this sounds familiar, call Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. You'll speak with me, Brian Goldfinger, a licensed and experienced lawyer who practices exclusively on behalf of accident victims, disability claimants, and their families. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Get Goldfinger today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Samson Folk, and I am more pleased than I have ever been about a basketball game and more pleased than I've ever been to join you to detail the Raptors Game 5 in Pfizer Forum, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Win to go up 3-2 in the series, 105-99, defeating, yes, defeating, the Milwaukee Bucks. I, man, they're one win away and they have a game at home in game six. So close to the NBA Finals. And just, I'm going to preface this whole podcast with two comments. A, the Raptors are the best defense in the league. The best. B, Kawhi Leonard after what he's done to Giannis Antetokounmpo, is the best player in the NBA, in the world. That title belongs to him. Kevin Durant could not, could not do this to Giannis. Kawhi has help as well, but the numbers are staggering. The work he puts in on Giannis Antetokounmpo is crazy. And those threes he hit. Those daggers, and then just scoring down the stretch, making plays, the defense. Oh my God, what what a trip, right? That was absolutely bonkers. I've I have rarely had so much fun watching a game. Maybe when like Game Seven, Cavs Warriors, when the Cavs won it, that game was really fun to watch. Really fun to watch, but this game was. Just sublime, schadenfreude, and cathartic. This was, uh, this game was incredibly good. So much fun to watch. So rewarding for so many different scenarios. First, I got to shout out my guy, Louis Satzman, who has had the most unwavering faith in Fred Van Vliet. Just wrote a feature on him. Came out, uh, what is it, yesterday. Super great article. He'll probably write about him, uh, and that'll be up tomorrow, uh, I'm sure. But Fred Van Vliet, holy smokes, 
This guy came out breathing fire from downtown. Drukaris, Daenerys Targaryen, Breaker of Chains, whatever you want to call it. He was 7 of 9 from downtown in Game 5. Two wins away from the NBA Finals. Fred Van Vliet comes out and bets on himself. Absolute madness from him. He was incredible. Oh, so I guess a start going through the game. It's worth noting Eric, the Eric Bledsoe flurry to start the game was kind of crazy. Nobody saw that coming. He was absolutely terrible for the duration of the series coming into this. And he, he came into the, the game and he gave the Raptors a really big punch in the face. He was bringing up the floor, hitting from downtown, hitting from mid-range, getting to the rim, causing disruption in the Raptors' defense. And the Raptors fell down 18-4. to They fell down 18-4. to That was nuts. It was very infuriating to watch as an analyst, as a fan, to see this defense of the Raptors that was just not operating the way that it usually does and the way that it did end up operating. And yeah, there were, I think, definitively, I counted six blown rotations in this game. And what I mean by blown rotations is that everyone puts their hands up in the air and one of the Milwaukee Bucks has a wide, wide, wide open three or a layup that's uncontested. For the record, the Raptors didn't have any blown rotations that led to attacks on the rim, unless you're counting the one at the very end where Kyle Lowry got fouled, but they didn't call the foul, and then Siakam dunked. But the Raptors gave up one of those. They they really did. Well, sorry, they gave up quite a few of those. There's the Lopez dunk, a Giannis dunk, George Hill for a layup twice, those types of things. But outside of that, my God, the defense was astounding. And that's that's the story, the story of the game. But the story of the first quarter was strangely bad defense from the Raptors. They gave up 32 points in the first quarter, which when the Bucks finish with 99, that's kind of crazy. It speaks volumes about the defense the rest of the game. But more importantly, they, they scored 22 points and they had a, a surge towards the end of the quarter. Pascal Siakam had a really tough offensive foul call early on. They had to sell him out. They brought in Norm Powell. The Raptors kept plugging away. They've got a lot of intelligent players taking their time responding to the adversity and boy howdy do they respond to adversity i've almost just i've almost never seen anything like it this team is so goddamn tough so tough it's unbelievable the the restraint they show and the patience they show it's it's terrific so the first quarter was kind of it was like Giannis came out dunked a few times Bledsoe had a flurry where he was effective And then missed rotations for the Raptors. The second quarter was where the whistle definitely, I felt like the Raptors had a great whistle. They were allowed to be, that was the the imprint on the game, right? They were allowed to be incredibly physical with the Bucs. And Giannis, that's Giannis' whole game, right? Is You can be generally more physical on offense than you can on defense. Because you've got the ball. You have to maintain your balance while handling the ball. The defensive player doesn't have to. So you get to be a bit more physical on offense than defense. Giannis benefits from this because he's an extremely physical player. He's long, extremely jacked out of his mind, and his like just his size is unprecedented. The way he plays has never really been played before. If this guy's allowed to come down, give you a like a really stern shoulder in the chest and just drive through you dunk dunk dunk. 
it's it's tough to contest with that. However, comma, the Raptors are not short of freakishly long or strong guys, and they were allowed to be quite physical in response to Giannis. That completely reshaped the entire game. Their defense was unbelievable. They held Milwaukee scoreless until like five and a half minutes into the second quarter. Their defense was insane. And yes, the Raptors, they they had a lot of the benefit of the doubt when they came to the whistle. Giannis was charging into the paint with not much of an idea of what he wanted to, to do except keep progressing forward. His lack of a jump shot, the chickens came home to roost in that sense. It, it was tough for him in this game, and especially when Kawhi Leonard got to serve as a buffer before he reached the second level of defense, he pretty much just did not want any part of that matchup. When he got a switch or something like that, he still was getting a lot of contact, trying to drive through it. There were guys like Pascal Siakam, Gasol waiting at the rim, and my God, even though Gasol had a tough offensive game for the first three quarters, his defense was almost never better. He was in rare air. So disciplined. So good with his hands. The verticality was just on a level. My God. So good. Unbelievably good. And yeah, that's the second quarter. The third quarter and the fourth quarter. Fred Van Vliet. My God. The mad lad. This guy was sinking it from everywhere. Every time he touched the ball, it was dropping in. Pascal Siakam hit a three. Lowry hit a three. Everything was going. The Raptors, they, they sustained this big, big punch the Bucks through coming straight out of halftime. And I thought, you know, maybe this is where the Bucks take the game. Because the Bucks needed to open the game up. Because if it gets slow, the Raptors are going to dominate them. That's what we saw end up happening. The Raptors... This reverence of the of the single possession game that it evokes the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers led by LeBron. Kawhi Leonard is the same damn thing. It's you hand it off to your superstar on offense, and then you play the grimiest, toughest defense when the other team comes back, and you don't give them a shred of transition opportunities. That's the whole series. The Raptors have been able to come back. They've won three in a row in this series, have a chance to make it four and go to the NBA Finals because of this incredible brand of defense they've been playing, this reverence for every possession that the Bucks are wasting possessions and the Raptors just aren't. They care so much, and the attention to detail is so, so sharp. It's unbelievable. Ah, man, what a just very exciting to cheer for. Very, very exciting to cheer for, my God. Um, it's worth bringing up then the end of the game. I just want to talk about Kawhi Leonard. Those step back threes and pull up threes. When it, he put them up 85-81 after the pair of triples, it was just like prayers had been answered. Lopez hit that three and everybody was like, oh, it's maybe not looking so good. But Kawhi came down. He had back-to-back triples. He was completely, he had unnerved completely unnerved Giannis when Giannis was on offense. There were times that Giannis had what looked like a clear shot to the rim. Giannis can dunk anywhere in the paint. He had Kawhi in the paint at times, but did not go up for fear of whatever Kawhi was going to do to him. Kawhi's defense was almost transcendental on Giannis in this game. It was unbelievably good. And Closing that game out, you had Fred 
Kyle, Mark hit a massive three just as Reggie Miller and Marv Albert were calling for it and Chris Webber, I suppose. He had a big three, a big, big three. And then they went to the free throw game. Things shook out like that. And the Raptors took the damn game. They really took the damn game. Game five, they went on the road and they snatched it from the jaws of destiny. My God, it's just, it's impressive. The defense, and that's why I preface the podcast with it, is like, the defense is just on a level. And that's what we all envisioned, right? This is what we all, in our in our most secret and sweetest dream, was that this team would come together. All the raw goddamn potential that was sitting there defensively and that they would... It would all bear fruit. It would come to fruition, and the Raptors would look like one of the best defensive teams in the league. Well, they've transcended that. They've definitely become the best defensive team in the league, and God bless them for it. Wow. Mitchell Robinson Award, which goes to the opposing team's, uh, I guess, antagonist, the Raptors' antagonist, or the villain, if uh, a game provides somebody that deserves that moniker. And, you know, that has to go again to, to Brogdon. 18, 11, and 6. He's a plus 18. It was the team high for the Bucks. They won their minutes when he was on the floor. And that the adjustment, that's why I think the Raptors, they really took Milwaukee's best punch in this game because they put Brogdon in the starting lineup. They cut Miritich's minutes. They played all, like, they played everyone more minutes. and And they really went after it. It's just crazy to me. It's nuts the way they play the game. Is It's nice that the Raptors only had Kawhi, and he was just over 40 minutes, so they didn't even have to play. Like, Norm Powell's ascension in this series. Fred getting back on track. Serge had moments in this game as well. So important. So, so important. But Milwaukee, like, you look at the, the minutes they play their guys, like Giannis, 39. Chris Middleton, 36. Brogdon, 34. Malcolm Brogdon is a plus 18, man. He's getting 34 minutes. That feels like a missed opportunity, a big missed opportunity. It was smart to give Miritich nine, like nine minutes. But, man, that's tough look, very tough look for Brogdon to, to get 34. Anyway, uh, Brogdon, he's, he's antagonist. He's a villain. The Reggie Evans Award will go to Mr. Bet on Yourself. Fred Van Vliet, seven triples, stealing this game. 37 minutes played. He played more minutes than Pascal, more minutes than Marcus Gasol. Freddie, he closed the game with the starters instead of Danny Green. He was incredible. He went seven of nine from downtown and was one of the biggest reasons the Raptors were able to take a game five on the road, go up 3-2, and have a chance to close out the Milwaukee Bucks, the best team all season by every discernible metric in game six at home. That's absurd. And thank you to Fred Van Vliet because he was a huge part of that happening. Massive. Unbelievably massive. I just, I got to load the quick reaction. I'm sweating. It's warm in this room and I got to tell you, I'm I'm a Raptors fan since I was young. Never cheered for another team. I've never experienced this type of this type of whatever this is, euphoria. 
Clips says Leonard has it. You damn right he does. He has whatever whatever champions throughout the ages have. Whatever drives men to take on the hero's journey, step out into the world and claim a small corner as their own. And his corner's the NBA, and he's about to take it into his large, massive, capable alien hands. What a winner. He's unbelievably good. And yeah, the Raptors win. I'm, you know, it's going to be fun. I'm talking to Blake tomorrow. We're ha- we're doing a podcast where we're going to talk about this game, which should be very, very fun. And I'm very excited for it. Among other things, man, uh, I hope when it, whenever you listen to this during the night, in the morning, whatever it ends up being, have a blessed day and goodbye. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.